everyone. Welcome to episode 61 of the Slice of Healthcare podcast. I'm your host, Jared Taylor. On today's episode, we have Dr. Paula Muto. She is the founder and CEO of UberDoc, as well as being a general and vascular surgeon. I'm super excited to have her on the podcast. We've spoke a lot over the last few months. Very excited by what she's building over at UberDoc. And without further ado, let's bring her on. Hey everyone, thanks for joining me on another episode of Slice of Healthcare. Today, my guest is Dr. Paula Mudo from UberDoc. Thanks for joining me. Uh, delighted to be here. We're both in Massachusetts. This, uh, this is fun. We, we had our first conversation not too long ago. And I'm very excited to learn more about your background and what UberDoc's doing. So it'd be great if you could start out by telling the audience a little bit about yourself, how you got to where you are today. And then we can dive into UberDoc after that. Sure. So, so I'm a surgeon. I'm um, I'm a general and vascular surgeon. I always like the, the slice of healthcare, so I like to slice things. Um, my dad was a great surgeon. My husband's a surgeon. My brother is a surgeon, and I have two uncles that are surgeons, all in Massachusetts for a collective century. So, uh, so you might say it kind of is the family business. Um, I have been in solo private practice, have a couple of kids, I'm a very avid squash player. Um, and I was kind of writing a lot of angry letters uh, to the Wall Street Journal and uh, other newspapers about healthcare. I didn't like the way it, it, I didn't like the way the patient couldn't get to a doctor. Um, so I thought I could continue being angry about it or try to change it. So I came up with a fairly simple concept um, of getting patients to doctors um, quickly outside insurance, but rather than making an expensive concierge price, lower the price and use technology to do it. And lo and behold, uh, people thought that was a good idea and that's how UberDoc was born. So I went from uh, being a surgeon and mother to now a, a CEO and founder of a tech startup company, uh, which is really exciting. Um, and, um, and I still am all those other things as well, uh, but it has been uh, an incredible journey. And, um, and right now um, I feel like uh, all of my work is important and is, is paying off because of where we we are in the healthcare system right now. So how do you manage, you have a lot going on, how do you manage your time? How do you stay sane throughout <laughs> everything going on, right? Because it's, uh, it's hard to do, <laughs> it, it, I mean, it's exhausting, right? It, I understand the process of having your, uh, your hands in different avenues, but having a core focus and how do you, I guess, dedicate your time? I know UberDoc's a huge focus for you as well as you know, continuing to practice um, your, your craft. Uh, can you share some, some light on that? So um, first of all, I'm a woman. I'm used to multitasking. <laughs> That's the first thing. Um, I just have a lot of energy. I've always just wanted more. I mean, I love my patients. I actually did, uh, I did surgery today. Um, you know, I really enjoy, they kind of are my lifeline. Um, and, um, and I love um, young people. I, like I said, I had a young doctor in my office today that was extraordinary and uh, just starting his career and just to see the talent. Um, I kind of feel like um, that there's a lot of energy you get from the people around you. Um, and I think, uh, you know, I'm very passionate about healthcare. I'm a big patient advocate. Um, I just wanted to make a difference and have a voice. And then with UberDoc, um, I realized it introduced me to a whole new world of young people who were not 
necessarily smart doctor types, but smart business types and tech types and um, technology people. And it just, you know, it's hard not to be excited when you're in that kind of environment. Um, I think the energy just comes from I'm very organized. Um, I'm, um, I, I get up early. Um, I manage my day. I measure it in coffee spoons, I guess, um, <laughs> is what, is what the, uh, and, um, and I just, I, I like to exercise. I, like I said, I'm a little bit uh, deprived of my squash game right now because we're all on lockdown. Uh, but, uh, but I think that, um, that it kind of gives you a sense of, um, you know, I guess purpose, um, you know, when you, you never get bored. Um, and I have a super supportive husband and kids, so that helps Perfect. too. Can you, can you tell us a little bit more, I know you mentioned it in your intro, uh, more about UberDoc, where the company's heading, um, as well as, let, let's go into what COVID has presented for the company, like sure. both in a positive or, or negative way, um, how that's impacted the business. So, so UberDoc's mission has always been about access, patients getting to doctors, uh, to be seeing the doctor, uh, a specialist, um, and transparency, price transparency. See if we could just connect those two things. So, um, so in our journey at UberDoc, we started off with just surgical specialties. We grew into medical specialties, and now we include all physicians of all specialties, including primary care, internal medicine, psychiatry. Um, and, and a lot of that is because the doctors came to us saying, we want a better way to connect with our patients. Uh, we, you know, we want to make sure that we are available. Um, all the debates about there about price transparency that have come into politics, um, sometimes the doctors don't have control over their price, but with, with UberDoc, they can be available and they can be affordable and they can be accessible. So all of those were part of our mission and we were growing in, 20, in the beginning of 2020, we really grew quite a lot um, as more and more doctors in more and more states across the country and more and more specialties came to our platform and forming this vast network. Now, fast forward to COVID. So what does COVID do? So COVID all of a sudden has changed the landscape, right? Doctors now are, um, are repurposed in some ways. Many doctors, are, like me as a surgeon, they shut down the operating rooms. You're kind of at home. Um, now you have to connect with your patients. Uh, primary cares uh, needed to connect with their patients in other ways. Um, UberDoc has always had telemedicine as part of its product. Um, back from last summer, we partnered with one of the best telemedicine um, providers in the country, one of the originals, uh, um, Milton Chen from VC. Um, and, um, and, um, and his technology uh, really allowed some of our specialists better connection, but we were mostly using them for things like behavioral health, you know, psychiatry, maybe neurology. But all of a sudden, when COVID hit, everybody needed to have a way to connect with their patients. So the word access in our mission took on a whole different level. And it was always my vision in digital healthcare to take the brick and mortar doctor, or the local schmokel like me, and give them a technology and say, run with it, create it, use it, tell us how to make it better. We haven't had that opportunity. Electronic records is, is the first was the first attempt and no one ever asked our opinion. But here we are with this technology that is easy and usable that connect to your patient. The patient uses it, the doctor uses it. UberDoc is just lucky enough to be the, the glue. 
And then it's like, you know, the concept of the two coming together, where can that take us? So COVID put all of that right out in front. It is about access. It is about care. It's about patients who are afraid perhaps to go to crowded waiting rooms, but they need specialty care. And how can we make them skip over all the nonsense and get to what they need fastest? Interesting. What, what has been one of the core focuses heading into the second half of this year, would you say, with the company? So we've built this wonderful network of doctors, right? Doctors love us and we love them and we provide the platform. Uh, they can join UberDoc uh, pretty easily without any friction, without free of charge. They can have our, our telemedicine product for a very good rate. I'm obviously a doctor. I have their back. They like me. I can be their um, Daenerys Targaryen, shall we say. However, they need patients. <laughs> um, so the focus has really been about getting doctors on the platform. And well, we've had patients come to the platform, but it's almost, I won't say by accident, because they they stumble upon us. You know, we do very little patient marketing because it's hard to promise a, a service that doesn't exist, right? You need a critical mass of physicians to be able to provide that. You don't want people discouraged saying, I don't like that Uber doc. I can't find, they said I could find a gastroenterologist. I can't find one anywhere, like 300 miles away is the closest. Um, so now with our, our growth in both the, the brick and mortar doctors and adopting telemedicine, suddenly those radiuses have expanded. Our capability has expanded. So now it's time. We have close to a thousand doctors live on the platform, more joining every day. We want to give them patience. We want the patients to know about UberDoc. So that is one of our goals in the next quarter is to put it out there to the patients. Um, employers already kind of knew about us from the employee benefit side, um, but they needed to have a lot of doctors um, to have that work. Um, you know, we want to make sure that the average patient out there knows that they they there is a solution if they lose their job um, and they lose their employer-based health care. Uh, they might have to move into a high deductible plan or perhaps go bare for a while that UberDoc is there to take care of them. Um, that's what's so beautiful about our model is that we are available and we're affordable. Um, and, and so far, no one has thought is doing this in the marketplace. Um, so it kind of makes it a good way. But we have to tell the patients that this option exists, like that they're safe. Okay. Really cool. What's... What's been the effect? So I'm guessing the team has been obviously a more remote focus, right? With everything going on with COVID. Uh, one of the questions I've, I've liked to ask as of recently is how has, how has that affected the team? Um, has it affected your communication? Are you using more Zoom or Google Meet calls to, to communicate? How, how does that affect UberDoc, the internal company? So the internal company has been fairly remote, other than my co-founder, Brianna, who is with me 24-7, <laughs> who, like, who lives in, my, in an apartment downstairs. I mean, talk about trapping your employee right now. Uh, she's my co-founder, so, um, so we are always together doing UberDoc. Um, our COO has been quarantining up in New Hampshire, but he's local as well in Massachusetts. Now we have a, a, a remote team. Um, our branding person and uh, communications person is in Arizona uh, from the very beginning. Um, we have also a technology team that's both based one in the Ukraine and we also have someone in Brazil. Um, so we've always had that kind of um, you know, remote kind of uh, uh, culture. Um, now that being said, 
I've always had every summer young interns um, to work with us. And it's been great fun because you gather them all together and you send them to Fenway Park with UberDoc t-shirts or you send them to fairs or, you know, to events or to uh, trade shows. And it's always so great to have that personal contact. And I think that's really good, again, for young people who are kind of helping out to kind of get a sense of what the product is. Um, we are now, all of our interns are appearing um, like um, on like Brady Bunch on the, on the Zoom, on the uh, Google Hangout screen. Um, and, um, and it's, and it's, and trying to engage them um, on screen is, is a little bit more challenging, I think. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm slowly breaking the ice with them. We, we, are, we had 11 on our call yesterday. I think there's a couple more interns joining us. So we're all getting much smaller tiles uh, across the board, um, but that makes it really fun too. Um, I think there's nothing quite like being together because the energy together is so important. At the very beginning of this year, our entire team came and we spent a three-day boot camp together and we got so much accomplished in that time period. Um, so I do think that um, that while remote, um, you know, the company can work remotely and we can communicate, I, I still think there's the energy you get from being together in a room because um, it's oftentimes intern that raises their hand and, and, and says something that's so like, wow, we didn't think of that. Um, you know, and I think that these kind of um, remote meetings don't lend themselves as much to having hearing the shyer people speak their minds. Absolutely. Well, where where can people learn more about you and the company if they wanted to, I guess, reach out? So the simplest thing, if you just go to our website, our website is loaded with information. In fact, that's one of the things that I was teasing the team about is I say, boy, you know, you really need a pretty good level education to, in, to, to kind of digest all the information on our site. Maybe that's not good for, <laughs> for marketing patients. Like maybe we should keep it simpler. Um, so there is a lot of information on the site to go to and, and I'm always available. I have a, I don't carry a beeper anymore, strangely enough, because the answering service pages me right through my cell phone. So I'm probably the most available person uh, you know, uh, around. Um, we have uh, um, investors from California. So I have people also out there. So I'm all, you know, so I have those two time, um, um, I'm, I'm adjusted to two time zones, shall we say. So I, I am available quite often. But the website has a lot of information on it. It's on the about page and so forth. So of course, I'm on LinkedIn, but anyone can always reach out to me. I'm a very accessible person. Great. And I'll throw some links to UberDoc's website and social media channels in the show notes. Fantastic. Perfect. That's I want to thank I want to thank you again for for coming on the Slice of Healthcare podcast. I look forward to staying connected with you and following UberDoc as you guys continue to move forward in your your journey as a as a healthcare technology company. Oh, terrific, and thank you very much for for inviting me. Absolutely. Thanks. Hey everyone, I wanted to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Block Health. Block Health is building the ecosystem of healthcare solutions and services to power the future of healthcare. Through Block Health, healthcare professionals and organizations can use their credentialing data for more. They can use the platform to store their credentialing and licensing related documents, fill out a smart common application that could be used to order multiple different services like provider enrollment, state license registration, state license renewals, and much more. 
To learn more about Block Health, please go to www.elochealth.com. Thank you to everyone that listened to this week's episode of the Slice of Healthcare podcast. If you'd like to check out more of our podcasts, we're available on all the major podcast channels. And you can check us out on our website, www.sliceofhealthcare.com. And that'll have all of our past guests on there. Uh, You can see our sponsors and you can learn more about actually becoming a guest. Thanks and look forward to another episode next week.